Welcome to Heard It on the Shark, North Mississippi's podcast for informed listeners with your show host, Melinda Marsalis. Heard It on the Shark is a weekly podcast that airs every Tuesday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi. Melinda Marsalis interviews the movers and shakers in North Mississippi who are making things happen. By clicking subscribe, you'll hear from entrepreneurs, leaders of business, medicine, education, and the people behind the amazing things happening in North Mississippi. When people ask you, how did you know about that? You'll say, I heard it on the shark. Heard it on the shark is brought to you by Sunbear Studio. Sunbear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sunbear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Heard It on the Shark. And today in Sunbear Studio, I have with me Miss Myra Hill McKee and Miss Brenda McElwain Williams, who are with the Faulkner, Mississippi Heritage Museum Projects. Thank you, ladies, for coming into Sunbear Studio today. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here to tell you about the Faulkner Heritage Projects we have going on in the Faulkner. Old Town, Faulkner, Mississippi. We started back early, probably 2018, to install the park area behind the town hall. And since then, we have grown that. We have a gazebo, which we invite folks to come and picnic or sit and rest or watch the birds. We also have park benches and lights that were donated to the park area by families from the Faulkner area. Now, Brenda... The, the people that have been listening to Heard It on the Shark for all these years may remember that you guys came in a few years ago, and what you just said to me has all happened since you first came in here. Is that correct? Most of it has. We did have uh, earlier construction and cleanup in the park area. We also moved an old Cooper Hill schoolhouse in. It was also donated to us by neighbors and locals, and since, we've done some refurbishing on it. The schoolhouse is over 100 years old. The outside has been renovated, but the inside is beautifully authentic like it was when you stepped back 100 years ago. I had the opportunity. You guys had a car show up there about a month ago, and uh, Chris and I went, and we got to tour the schoolhouse and, and all that you guys have done. And it's like you just made it up, like it just appeared out of nowhere. But I know that you two do not think that because I'm sure it has been one tiny brick at a time. Early we found uh, in our minds, we thought Faulkner's got to be reestablished somehow because we all remember the old stores. We drove through the town from street to street, but now the streets are there and the old lots are there, but there's no building standing. So our minds began to click. What can we do to get this back to where we could visit again with Faulkner and have folks in here. Well, since the lots were still there, we are going to label them as they were and use some of the area for future projects. And one of them will be a museum. And that museum will have to start from scratch because it is planned and it's to look like the old depot. The first thing we bought in Faulkner was the depot lot for this park. It was owned by the locals and the Quins, and we purchased it from them. Well, we began our plan to try to keep the streets so that you could meander through, but we've built it up with some interesting things. So Faulkner, if for those of you who don't know, 
lies about six miles north of Ripley. And if I'm not mistaken, it got its name as Colonel William Faulkner built the railroad through from Middleton, Tennessee, down through to Pontotoc. New Albany. Down through to New Albany. Mm -hmm. And Faulkner was named after Colonel Faulkner. Is that correct? That's right. Well, uh, the town just recently purchased a bronze statue which tells that story. Colonel Faulkner, that was wilderness. There wasn't anything but a bar pit, Dad called it, and grown up. So his cheap labor, being those from the prisons, he f- built the, the track through Faulkner to Middleton. Well, in 1872, his virgin trip through included 90 flat cars and several hundred people. And the press senator wrote it up. So we have a copy of that. He called the area where we are Faulkner Station. So Faulkner Station was nothing but a, a you know, something for stop the train on. to stop. It was a water pit, you know, for the train. Then later it became a town. And what the town was, came from Ruckersville. Ruckersville was the downtown area of Faulkner then, but as everything moved back into the Faulkner area and built up, they called it Faulkner, Mississippi. You know, I've been traveling around northeast Mississippi this year going and doing community highlights, and what you guys are doing is so indicative of what's happening across northeast Mississippi. All these little towns grew up and were huge, and then they just sort of faded away. But now there's all this energy aiming toward building them back up. Remembrances. Remembrances. Yes. It's not like you're you're looking back to the... Our motto is preserving the past for future generations. Yeah, so parents can take their kids to this museum, to this old schoolhouse, and they can say, this is what it was like just a few, mm-hmm. a couple hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is a wonderful thing for parents to get out. As it comes, it, we're about to start summer, and it's a great way to spend your summer is looking at all these little towns that are growing back up. But now, Myra, I know y'all have had to raise a lot of money. This doesn't happen for free. So tell me about how you've raised money to do that. We are so blessed to have people that are willing to get behind the project with us and donate families, businesses. The People's Bank annually support this. And uh, we are so thankful to see the progression that has taken place in Faulkner and in this project. We've joked a lot about the the Christmas tree money that the legislators got this year with that one-time money that we have. Did you guys get any of that? Oh, yes. And we were so thankful for our representative, Jody Steverson, helping us out with that. But, oh, we still need lots more donations. Tell people how they can donate. We have a Facebook page that people can, and a place there to donate. You can contact any of the officers, Faulkner Heritage. We have a post office box. Just glad. Yes, glad to have you. Are you guys still doing pavers? Are you still selling pavers? We have finished and installed the pavers in the Memorial Garden that have been donated. We have started the third order third phase and we will be taking those requests those orders as we go along yes you guys also have some beautiful benches and light posts out there were those donated by people yes everything has been donated a lot of it 
There's individual families, individuals. It's just a blessing to see what has developed from nothing. Now, what's great about saying this today is that in just a couple of days, you can go out and see it for yourself, Shark fans. So it's Tuesday right now, and on Saturday, they are going to have a big ceremony to sort of unveil all of this and honor everybody. So do you mind telling me about that? On May 20th, we have the grounds will be turned into a celebration for the dedication for these memorials, for the memory garden and for the plaques we've installed for town officials and uh, uh, mayor since the incorporation in um, 1969. Yes. And their families will have an opportunity to mention anything they want to. It'll be sort of a historical remembrance day. And we're excited. We'll have special speakers. We'll have veterans also will be memorialized. And we're excited to have uh, Mr. Pickens will come. He's one of our older World War II vets. And we're excited about that. And I think he is. On that day that you're doing the ceremony, will there be other things happening or is it just the ceremony? We've got vendors coming who will bring their wares and set it up on the grounds. Then at 10 o'clock, the program will begin with our mayor and the officials speaking. We will have barbecue, hot dogs, lots of entertainment, music, that type of stuff besides the ceremony. Myra, how do people find this place? Very easy to see if you come down 15 North from Walnut or south from Ripley. When you get to Faulkner, you'll see a big sign that says Faulkner Heritage Museum. Turn right, right down into downtown Faulkner. It is easy to find, even I didn't get lost. (laughs) It's County Road 200, and we're right behind the town hall. Okay, hey, and I got to say that I just said that I do all these community spotlights, and it just so happens this has all worked out. The timing's been great because my community spotlight on Faulkner is May 24th, so Wednesday, May 24th, I'll be headed to Faulkner to see what all cool is up there, so you guys will have to help me find things. Be glad to, yes. We're excited to be mentioned and... Thank you for putting us in a spotlight. I would like to say the Heritage Group has operated with monies that were donated and contributed to us and no grants so far. We're excited that we might be eligible and we're hoping to. But so far, this money that we've done these projects with has been individuals in business, like Myra said, and over $250,000. So we're excited to spend your money and show off what we have to offer. The We bought, purchased through these donations part of the old GM&O track, which was the original Faulkner Railroad. We own two of the trussels and the track area and hopefully can turn it into a walking track. So we're working on that right now. Plus the museum. Yeah, it's just exciting. Your passion is exciting to me. I went to Jason a courthouse just yesterday and they have the same exact passion of restoring that courthouse and all the grounds around it. So it's happening all over northeast Mississippi and I'm really proud to be a part of that. So thank you guys for coming in to talk to me today. We'll look for you there on the 20th. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, everybody, that is Miss Myra Hill McKee and Miss Brenda McElwain Williams of the Faulkner Mississippi Heritage Museum Projects. You guys get out on May 20th. That's a Saturday. It starts at 8 o'clock. The ceremony is at 10 and it goes all day. You can eat lunch out there. So go give Faulkner a look. And that's it for this edition of Heard It on the Shark. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. to find out what's going on from local community leaders. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview or you want access to this interview, 
review, head over to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the podcast tab. Keep it tuned to the Shark 1023 and have a great rest of the day. Thanks for tuning in to our daily programming. All of our programs are released as podcasts on the major podcast platforms where the information can be downloaded and shared for months. If your business or organization would like to take this unique opportunity to sponsor a show that not only is broadcast as a radio program, but also a podcast, give the Shark 1023 headquarters a call at 662-837-1023. Imagine your commercial in this space every week. Give us a call. This show is made possible by JC Media LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. JC Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady.